Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on Feel I don't belong, tell my thoughts to move along Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets Live with every breath, see my message start to spread And I had so many dreams, then you hit your teens Life ain't really what it seems, try to find out what it means Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the songs it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed Feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do And I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah I'm grateful, oh yeah Able, oh yeah I'm stable, oh yeah Everybody listen up, cause I'll only say it once I'm gonna show you all the path, if you want it bad I'm gonna show you where it's at, yeah, how you can get it back Yeah, cause I ain't never done, I'll be number one Working hella hard until I get just what I want, yeah Rise just like the sun, yeah, fatal like a gun Shooter's gonna shoot and I'm gonna shoot until I fall yeah. Let's do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all this art, it's my only medicine, yeah Everything I do, I'm just being genuine, yeah I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah Jesse, aka DJ Stash, aka the host of the podcast. It's episode 92 on Topics on the Pod, where we bring the most dopest audio on the planet. Yeah, guys, we stepped on the game, man. We stepped on this audio. I gotta tell you, your boy picked up a mixer, got the Seacraft. Sorry to say Seacraft. That's from the couch that I'm getting the Seacraft anthem. But no, I'm getting the mixer. I got the uh, Soundcraft, the Soundcraft Notepad uh, 12FX. And I got a Rockfield. Uh, uh, it's called level. This thing here. Yeah, yeah. I got the, I got that for the outputs for the headphones. So I got I got to set up for a four person podcast. So yeah, we got it all set up, guys. But yeah, until we get to the show, guys, I'm gonna get away from our sponsors. Uh, if you've been a long time uh, following the show, we got our long time sponsor, Top Astrax. So, about Top Astrax is Chicago morning comedy specializing in. 
new tricycles, oils, and other botanicals such as kava and cranium. They also do CBD. Their mission is to create fans and earn your business. They keep things fresh by limiting their inventory to the latest batches. In other words, they don't have a warehouse full of other products. They've opened their shop at the tail end of 2014 based on their personal experience with different botanicals that they have seen and have heard firsthand how their products have helped people from around the world. Uh, they have built their business to help supply different types of helpful and traditional herbal remedies. They fully cater to the chemical compounding industry and supply a whole line of products that are fully tested from a GVC facility. So, and they also sent me an email to also find that email. Yeah, here we go. So yeah, I've talked about before on the podcast, but uh, they're also having their uh, top asterisk flow liquid kratom. It's a top of the line product and is considered one of the best in the marketplace today. Each of the, each bottle of flow liquid kratom is handled with extra care and contains no alcohol. It uses a powerful forty five percent kratom extract, y'all. So that's uh, the later of the store. So if you want to go check out their store, guys, you just click on the link below in the description of this podcast episode, or you can just go to the website and use my promo code stash. That is at the checkout again. That is stash s t a s h to save yourself fifteen percent off your order at the checkout, guys. So. Go on, guys. Just going to go give some uh, Top Astrax Flow Liquid Kratom. Go to the checkout. Do my promo code STASH. Just save 15% off your order. All right, guys. Let's get into the show. All right, guys. Welcome to the show, guys. It's been a long time to listen to the show. New code to the show. As y'all have been... <laughs> I know the show. I don't know. Stumble words there. Yeah, if you've been a long time listeners of the show or uh, newcomers of the show, welcome. Uh, as we did the last episode, we actually did a live version. Oh, not a live version, but a video version of it. Uh, we're just testing it out, and it came out 720p. Obviously, it wasn't the best. <laughs> like, it was a lot of involvement in that. It was kind of a short rush, so uh, be sure to definitely the next time be in at least uh, 1080p and be better better equipment. That was also before I got all this equipment, too, when I got the mixer here. So it was just, a, I would say, more of a beta test. So, uh, I mean, I'm still happy with it. I'm still happy with uh, David Wall on the show. Uh, actually <clears throat> went out to the uh, the show out there. Uh, hadn't missed it. I went out there at like about four p.m. So, but if y'all check it out that podcast on David Wall last week's or uh, I would say last week. <laughs> I was like it's been like a couple of weeks now. So actually, uh, I was like, actually check it out. When was the last time? I... Yeah, I know it's this month of December. Yeah, December third. So yeah, about twenty days. So yeah, I haven't gone anywhere, guys. I'm still doing the podcast. Like I said, you want me to follow my other social media? I'm still doing YouTube. And uh, I've been doing Twitch. I've been a lot. Of, I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk, but we'll get into it, guys. We got a lot to talk about. So I hope y'all, y'all having a great day and night, or whatever time y'all listen to this podcast. Usually, we're probably uh, working or having those long drives. And that's usually when I listen to my podcast. Just got done listening to a little bit of uh, Mike Tyson's podcast, the Hot Boxing. He was a been an older podcast. He was listening to William Shatner. I was doing that when I was on the treadmill working out earlier. Yeah, I guess I'm also going to change up a little bit on my podcast. Uh, as you've seen, like I talked about my guest pace podcast with David Wall, we did a video version of that. Like, I'd like to, to continue that. It's been, because uh, I also, you know, as you know, I'm an independent podcast, so I haven't, you know, made the profit that I'm also want, want to see growth to this podcast, so. But I always want to be an independent podcast, but if, say, I'm saying I go to bar stores or. I'm just saying it for et cetera. Like, I haven't talked to bar stores, so I'm just saying, for example, like they have, you know, Caller Daddy. And maybe it's a partnership, but I would say I would I would be open to like doing one of those and joining one of those, but still have ownership of the podcast. Like uh, as uh, as I listened to one of the Bill uh, 
the Joe Rogan podcast with one of it was like with him and like Bill Burr's conversation. It's really uh hit 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 home to me about uh definitely keep uh, your content that you produce out. So that's why both of them like even though Bill Burr owns all his stuff, even though it's on all things comedy, and Joe Rogan to Spotify, but he still has you know free will of his podcast to an extent. So I believe in that philosophy. But yeah, guys, how are we going to do it on my podcast? Now, uh, I'll still keep it as, you know, with David Wall. It'd be, like I said, be, I'm going to format it as, like, as it was the last podcast. Uh, it'd be number 91 with the guest David Wall. And if it's just a solo podcast with me, as we're doing uh, today's podcast, just solo your boy. Uh, we're going to just name it Topics in the Pod uh, with the date on it that I release it. And also with the number of the podcast. So, like, this is number 92, so I would label it as this podcast that... Uh, what y'all be looking at right now also be called number 92 topics on the pod with the date 12 23 2020 that's how we recorded the podcast and be released out to y'all so i think that's how we're going to keep it on till future notice yeah guys uh usually how we doing here uh how we been doing because i have been labeling you know just random topics like the one before david well, i was like the one about visor and all that which you know we get into that <laughs> i just named it like 10 trinity like topics that i talk about but uh, I just want to put it as like just topics on the pod because I just I'm just uh, you don't know what I'm going to talk about so I just want to leave it that way alright but I uh, also want because uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people because I knew a lot of wrestling topics too but I want to make I want to make it clear out that uh, I don't want to want this podcast to be like a solo wrestling podcast like I was saying like I talked to David Wall I want to be how I kind of format I like to be set up like a Joe Rogan podcast where it's kind of shoot the shit it's not it's not like a documentary you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn about historical facts, even though I, I look uh, uh, Google News. Like it's kind of that's the main topic, the main thing about my podcast. If I don't have like a guest-based podcast, then uh, I talk about usually what's going on in my life, uh, along with uh, trendy topics that I just know based on like hearsay, media, my own time, on my own free time, and then I look on here like Google News and what's uh, interesting on my section on Google. It's pretty much how my podcast has been going on for. Uh, it's been almost about, I think about a year now. So, I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, I'm digging the podcast. I'm living this life, this little lifestyle hobby that I'm doing here. But, yeah, I think, but like I said, it's, I don't want to do any label as just, as a, uh, a wrestling podcast. But I did watch TLC. But I, I will admit, guys, like, it's been really hard for me to watch wrestling. Like, as I was saying, like, as a kid, in, uh, I started watching it in 05 when, um, not even it was like you know still when WWE it was always a WWF it was, it was WWE transition at the time but it was like still TV 14 and my mom my mom didn't even want to wait, uh, to watch it at times but I just fell in love with wrestling with that man in that era but as I grow now I was like yeah it's with, during the pandemic I'm like that kind of entertainment like you gotta have the crowd there like I was saying I was like just real happy to be there at the Royal Rumble and then uh, see the AEW event you know like that's the last I've really uh, gotten to wrestling with the crowd, crowd aspect experience. So I'm really hoping 2021 is gonna be, it's gonna be the year back for the the crowds going back to, going back and enjoy what we love is like live entertainment. But yeah, guys, I like, I've been really just watching the wrestling pay per views. So we'll get into that. I did watch TLC. We'll break that down. Uh, I did have uh, some trends here. So, but yeah, like I said, jogging based podcast. We can go to like an hour, three hours usually. Let it go. Let's keep up. What's been going on in my life? Uh, I don't even have a podcast in twenty days. Like I don't have a. That's what I was saying. I know this is an independent podcast. I don't have a set schedule to put out as well, like weekly. 
I would like to try. I try to get up to y'all like least bi weekly what's been going on, but I'm keeping up. At least on my socials somewhat. You know, like YouTube or Twitch have been cyberpunking a lot, which uh I guess we're into it now. Like people have been uh I guess we really hating on Cyberpunk. Like I haven't been spoiling myself. Like I've talked about it on my Twitch. I mean I know really people ain't watching on the Twitch, it's well on the archives really. People watch it. But I still stream it, like I say, that's one thing I want to do. I just I haven't really <laughs> blasted out like I should. But it's out there, so whenever people want to see it, it's out there for archives that I save. But uh, I've been playing a lot, and I have I've experienced the glitches, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, first off, I got it for the PS Five. Well, I mean, it's a PS Four game, but I got it for the PS Five that I have, which I haven't even put it out on the podcast. Yeah, guys, I have a PS Five, which I told you I'd be going to get, and I got the Xbox Series X, which guys, if y'all listening on the podcast, I also put in the description in this podcast that I am indeed doing an Xbox Series X giveaway. So just click the link in the description of this podcast. Or also you can just go to my YouTube channel, which I also promote on the podcast, and you click the link down below and see my podcast chat or my YouTube channel. Uh, you just find my video that I'm doing the Xbox Series X giveaway. It'll show you all the rules and details there. But basically, some up here you have until January first for that giveaway to uh, end. And uh, if there's not a the terms are ain't met, then it'll just be turn it'll just be become a unboxing video. So guys, uh, I've talked about it. I told the pockets about the PS5. Now y'all guys have a chance if y'all want to get the Xbox Series X. There you go. Check out that video on YouTube. Yeah, it's about Cyberpunk. Like I said, I haven't spoiled it for myself, uh, but I have. I have seen like just looking on Google like people were like just hating and want to return the game. I don't know why. I haven't looked. So I actually found like a money glitch on there too, which uh, I thought about posting a video on there. I talked about it on Twitch, but. I mean, there's so many on YouTube now. I mean, even IGN has covered it, so who knows how long that's going to be out there for and probably be patched, but it probably needs to be patched because there's a lot of glitches. When it's like so far, I don't want to spoil it to other people that haven't bought the game and want to play it still, but I'll just sum up for my experience. Probably It's not going to uh, ruin the story for anybody, but I'm saying like the gun aspect when I'm switching guns, it'll tell me like, you know, it's the common, rare, uh, ultra rare, whatever. Uh, it'll just, uh, when I th- go through the screen, switch guns, and I go back to the main screen, uh, that screen of that gun is still popping up. And then at times, uh, I couldn't back out of a screen with a circle button. They'll show that on Twitch. Couldn't get out of that. Uh, it's been like a few minor issues, but yeah, I have seen uh, people. I, I've been really into people saying about the glitches, but as for the ending, I don't know. So I'm not trying to get spoiled with that myself. Well, that's the story for me so far. I'm enjoying the game. I like how they're... Uh, I'll say one more thing about it before I judge off about spoiling it. But I like how there's like different aspects of how you can enjoy the game. I'll say to that degree, so I'm not spoiling it. So, but uh, I chose one, and I, I, so far I can definitely see that uh, playing like, over and over again. So I'll just leave it at that. But I also picked up Call of Duty Cold War. I haven't played much of that. It's been played with the campaign. But uh, so far, uh, enjoying as the PS5. I guess I haven't talked about the PS5. PS5 overall. Uh, it's definitely in its beta stage for sure. It's definitely need a lot more updates. Like you can't even browse like Internet Explorer like on the PS4. You can't really without doing like some uh, well, some workaround that I've seen on YouTube. But as it's not as easy compared to like the PS4 Pro, the PS4 that I had. But uh, as for the 4K aspect, I'm loving it. Uh, I'm still learning the interface on it. It's not too bad on it. I guess I'll know if uh, how it compare. I mean, when I looked on videos here, Xbox, it's about the same. Same uh, as from the Xbox One, but 
as for the PS5 and PS4 difference, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit challenging, but I mean, uh, I'd say give it a week, when I'm more on the PS5, I'll just get over it, but I am going to change the skin over, like, I'm not too fond of the white, so, uh, I've ordered some skin wraps, so I'm about to put it, I'm going to change my room, living room up style to, like, a wood, a wood finesse design, so, like, my, uh, entertainment center is, like, uh, mahogany, and then all the skins from my, from my, uh, all my console is going to be, uh, mahogany skin as well, so I'm working on that. Yeah, guys, uh, away from the, uh, that's about my consoles and gaming, uh, Let's see. I had like a list on my uh, my phone for like talk about. Like I think we're in it. Like I'll, I'll get into these other topics I had, and then we'll talk about the, like the TLC events, and then uh, then we'll go into a little couple, a couple of the uh, Google News topics that I saved, and then probably end off the show. So yeah, I think it's gonna. I think that's all right. That'll be uh set up for the day for the podcast. Yeah, what I had on the list uh, about the Tom Cruise. I think that's what everybody's been talking about the Tom Cruise leak yell out. So I want to see if I got to the, because I haven't even seen the, like I've heard it on the podcast, but I have just seen like what video it is. I want to see. Yeah, it's about the end of it. But yeah, I get, for my, for my respected of it, the couple of times I've heard it on the podcast, uh, I can see where he's coming from, but like, we don't know how many times he's actually, you know, yelled at his assistants or anything. Like there's always a different way to like handle the situation. When I mean, if he's told these people like over and over again, and he's paying these people. I mean, there's people arguing, like, oh, yeah, he's getting way more money. I mean, he's the, you know, the star is getting 20, $20 million and, like, these, uh, the people in this, in this situation are getting, like, $25 an hour, some, some, some change like that. But, uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are controversy in, like, the way he handled it. There, a lot of people are, like, on the fence. Uh, looks like a lot of majority are liking it. Uh, I'm getting what he, I'm, I'm getting the aspect where he's coming from, from, uh, people need to take it seriously with this COVID because he knows if they don't, you know, especially in L.A., how strict it is with the mayor over there that's handling it in L.A., <laughs> you know, from Joe Rogan's aspect, like, uh, they're really strict over there in L.A., and they can get their shut down, they can lose their jobs, so, like, I can get what Tom Cruise is saying, like, hey, I mean, he's not, if he doesn't fire him, then he's gonna have to lose your jobs anyway with the, not, go, how it's currently handled with the COVID, uh, guidelines over there, so, uh, to a degree, yes, I can guess he's, like, too hard on it, but in the same time, if he doesn't, hey, he's, you're gonna lose your jobs anyway, so uh, I think I think he was in the right for that. And that's how I look at it. So we move on from that. I would had uh, yeah, I had down Mandalorian season finale, guys. I just uh, watched that yet. Well, I tried to watch it uh, a couple of days ago. I know it came out the 18th. Try to watch it a couple of days ago. I was just looking tired. Let me get a sip here. Yeah, actually, you know, I'm talking about that liquid kratom. That's actually really great, guys, for me. Like I was saying, like I've talked before, I'm not a pill guy at all. Liquid kratom is really good for me, but I, I'm not a liquid kratom, so I'm drinking some uh, some alpha brain mango flavor. Let me get some of that. That's what I've been drinking out here to stimulate the brain when I'm doing the podcast. But as I was saying, yeah, I watched Mandalorian a couple days ago. I was just tired, just fell asleep. Finally, I got to watch the rest of it yesterday. I was like, oh, I don't want to, I'm like saying, same with Hunter. Like, I'm not going to spoil anything down because it just came a few days ago. Like, that's another thing. I'm like, let me know at my G, uh, my Gmail. You can holler at me at topicsonthepot at gmail.com. Like, when is a good, when is a good time frame to, like, uh, talk about a thing that people don't get spoiled? Like, Game of Thrones, like, the last episode of the five, like, you know, it's like, what, five seasons, right? What is, the season finale of Game of Thrones, like how long people should wait 
to talk about it for people to get spoiled, right? I would say two weeks max. Two weeks max for me. What about y'all? I would say two weeks max. And <laughs> I would say stay away from social media. <laughs> about really specific, you think you're just gonna blabber it out. I had to do that many times. I've done that for uh, for different games. I can't think of it right off the top of my head, but I've done that for shows and games for other people. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to. I think it's for Game of Thrones, like the last episode. I didn't want to get spoiled for it. So I stayed off. Uh, I actually remember our, like, the first episode of Game of Thrones was season five because I went to the see Greg Ferguson perform. And I stayed off my phone after that till I got home because I didn't get spoiled. But yeah, I would say two weeks is like the max. But all I'm gonna say about it for not spoiling anything, like uh, I enjoyed, it. I enjoyed the uh, the last episode of it. It was uh, really touching, really touching, and uh, kind of surprises, couple surprises. So it was like yeah, interesting to see. But uh, I would say uh, two thumbs up, two thumbs. Up. I've been enjoying it a lot. I gotta take my mind. It's obviously all. I mean, the way it's obviously a different setup. I mean, you could tell. You know, obviously. Uh, Yo, even though they said his name, I'll still call him Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, uh, still looks is obviously a puppet, but I mean, it's if you lose your mind in it, man, it's just great. It's a great show, so I I enjoy the show. I give it the season finale two thumbs up, and I'd be interested in uh, how it sees next year for season three. Uh, I also want to ah uh, uh, okay. well I guess everybody knows if you're a WWE fan like Sasha Banks because already it's already out there. Sasha Banks killed uh, her role on the show. It's I like to say with Bill Burr. I mean, that's not spoiling anything either because that episode's been out. Uh, I didn't even know Bill Burr was going to come back in that season two, so that surprised me. So, but I knew Sasha Banks was coming out because, uh, like I've stated earlier, like I haven't really watched wrestling, but I'm kind of in the know. Like I'll, I'll still listen to Ryback's uh, podcast conversation with the big guy uh, when they talk about their podcast when they talk about uh, the wrestling news of the week. That's about my full of wrestling. Like it talks about all wrestling, not just they talk they talk about more than just the week. They talk about AEW. Uh, Impact, Japan, all of that. So, I'm always in the know with uh, wrestling. Just not sitting there watching five hours of it <laughs> from AEW to Raw and SmackDown and then the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view is the most much wrestling I get out right now. But, yeah, we're, uh... I would say Sasha Banks killed her road. You couldn't even tell it was uh, her. It, like, really took you out of her to... Uh, you told me, if you told me that wasn't, like, Sasha Banks was going to be in the show, like, it would be hard for me to tell who she was. Same with the uh, the girl that plays Law and Order. Like I think those girls killed the roles in that show. All right, guys, that's enough. I'm going to talk about Mandalorian. Um, the next topic I had on was Bitcoin. Bitcoin is blowing the fuck up. No, oh, sorry, guys, blowing the fuck up, guys. It is blowing the fuck up. I uh, want to point out I am not a financial advisor, but it is skyrocketing, skyrocketing. Oh, it is over. I actually put a dollar in and cash uh, my cash app account. Like actually, because I've talked, I don't know if I've talked on podcasts before, but I got into Bitcoin like blew up uh, what three years ago, right before I got on the twenty k the first time. I put like a thousand dollars in on Coinbase. Uh, waited a week, uh, got my money, it was like three hundred bucks, got it out. Uh, I know I haven't talked about it, and I think that's when Bitcoin like really blew up. So like, I mean, got on the Big Bang Theory, what I watched on. I want to get more of this. Yeah, I've been on the Big Bang Theory. Uh, YouTube blew up the crypto. Like when I got into it, like I was in a wormhole, man. I haven't really talked about it, but yeah, I was. I'm talking about. I just think it's good to talk about it because people need to be careful about it. Because we heard about you know Bitcoin blew up, and then hackers right now have like stole thousands, millions of dollars from people's accounts. 
That's why it's best to have like an offline wallet. Best don't keep it on or even though, even though it's Coinbase and like that's like you know from uh, San Francisco, but even those things can get hacked too. So if you're more secure about your crypto, especially if it's that much, like definitely offline uh, thumb drive is the best for that. <laughs> but I was saying, yeah, you can still get hacked, man. So there's hackers like cyberware hacking is no joke. But my thing, like I remember when I got into that, I got the money. Uh, then I looked at I went more into Bitcoin. Like how else can I make money off Bitcoin, right? Like how how can this new generation of currency make money, right? And then they had this lending, all these lending platforms. So on YouTube, like there was YouTube channels like just talking about this lending platform, like BitConnect, which uh, there's even PewDiePie, like that that lending platform is like became one of the biggest memes, right? I was like. Maybe this dude, I want this blasted because it's such, it's such crazy. Just think about it back. Yeah, this guy. What's going on over there? Oh, we got to add it. Gotta wait for that to pass. This guy. <laughs> this is gonna like older interviews. When I see this, this is that place boing. It's Big Connect Remix. Yeah, man, they do this whole, I watch the cinema too. If you know, it's like, it's just only a few years ago, man. I'm so I'm excited, I'm so happy. Let me tell you, I love... <laughs> like, these dudes are the like, high man of this. Pretty much displaying the uh, the debit the, the debit card they're gonna come out with. Like I was like psyched for them and like holy like they were pretty serious on that. And yeah, it was just a pyramid scheme. <laughs> it was like a lending platform. It was like you know how banks you put in a savings account you get earned interest. Like what most Americans like you get under zero point five percent a year. Some shit like change like that, right? But like bank index was gonna get you one to. It was like the whole plot. Like I, I'm gonna get on to like that's a whole another podcast and stuff. But basically, it's something that like it's not a payment scheme because you can refer all people and you get this commission off of them, and then they can do it. it that was set up like a pyramid. Like, but it didn't. It just sounded better because it was just like oh, you put your coins up. like the more uh, money you put in there, it was like a zero to one hundred, then hit a thousand brack, and they had always told like a hundred k, I believe. That I remember it was like three. But you can't even get it really on the site. It's like shut down and everything. But it, I'm trying to remember all back it, like I put it, I put in like a hundred bucks just to try it because like I said I made like three hundred bucks from that anyway like pop I profited, I pocketed back like two hundred and then I was looking at all these lending platforms and I was like all right let me put like a hundred bucks to invest right because there were so many and then I saw like BitConnect was like the longest one going on like it was already going on like a couple years anyway so I'm like okay I've seen like people can profit off it. Especially on the roll for all thing, like uh, big guy on there, like Crypto Nick, and then you can't even find his, you can't even find my YouTube. He took his YouTube off or YouTube channel off, really, all his videos, because that's when it shut down after the Bitcoin Big Connect shut down. Like live playing for him, it was like every, it was like every week you were like it was averaging to like seven percent like return shit like that of Bitcoin. Like I said, you put in a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, and like every week you was getting like seven percent back. Just like crazy shit like that like six months whatever you would get your investment back and then after that like every day you're just generating more and more bitcoin you're just getting that much money so it looked like a good deal but then 
I was saying it was already going on that long, and then I think it was in like almost about until I get my money back, and then that's when uh, to actually the state of Texas, you know, because I'm recording here in my lecherous state of house in like the lecherous state of Texas, uh, they did a, a season to this alert on uh, BitConnect, and that's when shit fan YouTubers were. I mean, a lot of people. Let I me mean, probably listen to this. Uh, they probably relate to this, and you can look it up. Yeah, YouTubers are out there like, oh yeah, you just use your VPN. Yeah, you can get around this, and then other states were doing it, and then all of a sudden it just dropped. Big connect. Or, uh, it, it got to where, like, you couldn't uh, do the lending platform, or lending platform anymore. You can, like, store your coins on there and shit. And then you were coming up with, like, Big Connect X, like, a whole different coin and everything. So, I looked like it was all good, but as soon as, like, Texas did that season desist, that's when it kind of went downhill. Like, because it was, I think it was more of the pyramid scheme, and sure enough, like, then the coin just tanked, and uh, everybody couldn't get the transfer the coins back out, because you had to transfer your Bitcoin to BitConnect coins, and people couldn't transfer their coins back out, and it was too late, and the BitConnect coin uh, was worth, like, it was worth pennies now, <laughs> so your coin, your, uh, pretty much your investment was worthless, so my $100 was, like, worth, like, 87 cents, some shit like that, so, yeah, it was bad. So like I said, like guys, if how it is now, Bitcoin, BitConnect, or uh, BitConnect, Bitcoin is uh, back popping, guys. Like I said, I put a little, I put like a dollar back in and uh, cash out, my cash out just to look at it. I don't know, I may think of it more. I mean, I'm like, like I'm saying, I'm done stock options before, guys. But like I'm saying, I'm talking about I'm not a financial advisor. Don't ever plan on. Uh, I mean, I thought about obviously I'm putting on YouTube, but. Uh, it's not my space. It's something I like to, you know, int- peak my interest, like, observe from other people and how they do it. But for me, it's uh, not something I just want to, like, put out there myself. I like to explore it, but not me put out there. So I like I like to how it's doing now to, like, show more people about the oh, dangers of people want to hack your money. Or uh, scam with a uh, pyramid scheme. But, yeah, I was trying to look up what it is now. Look at this on the cash app. Let's see. Oh, I got to send up. It's more. Yeah, because I'm bad about cash app because uh, it take fees off of it. So, like, I put in a buck and really only put, like, 97 cents. So, and then if I cash out, it's going to cost me three more cents. So, uh looks like I've got up one cent so far. <laughs> so, I got in, like, well, I'm, I'm recording at 4.30 a.m. right now and I've Put it in like 11 o'clock because like earlier that day, that's when I heard on the uh, Pulse of Podcast with Logan Paul. Uh, actually, we'll get into that because of the f- what he's getting into in February. Uh, every time about Bitcoin, I was like, yeah, they got out. And I was like, tell me what's going on Bitcoin. We I keep saying Bitcoin. Big, big, what's going on with Bitcoin? And I looked at Bitcoin. I was like, oh shit, it's actually over 20K. It's like the highest it's ever been, right? I'm looking back now, yeah, around this time, that makes sense, I'm like, December 2017, that's right when I looked into it, right before then, is when I got into Bitcoin, and that's when it was like, night. like, I know I got to like, it's so on back on cash, I was like, it got back to $19,411, but I know it got around 11, 20, 20k, but now it's gone higher than it's ever been right now, it's crazy, like, it said, it was over 24k, I see. Yeah, that's crazy when just in a month it went from like 16k to this 24k so a lot of people know what's up and I guess because it was uh, historic you know because it like, looks like every December it's gone pretty much up let's see 
Oh, 18. Yeah, 18 went down. And somebody's gone. I don't know. Yeah, looks like it's a good ton of. I don't know a lot of people are seeing they're getting out, so who knows? I know it's not putting a buck to see what happens, but it's at, it's just interesting to see how far it goes. You know, it's at 24K now. Maybe who knows in a year and go to 30K. All I know is I know it's right back up where my investment is. <laughs> so I'm, I'm chilling with my 98 cents. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, uh, just I would just say if you're getting into crypto, I mean, I was with Cash App. I mean, definitely just buy it from the Cash App. I'm going to shout out to the Cash App. I would just. Play with it, just buy and sell it, guys. Just they're great stock. I would not, uh, wouldn't touch those lending platforms. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just one more touch. I remember this, uh, it was like Laser Boy, it was like a cool ass website. Like, this is one, I can't remember the YouTuber that was pointing out, but it didn't even last like a month. But the whole web, uh, interface looked pretty futuristic and techy, but just the lending platform itself, yeah, it was so bad. Like, there's so many lending platforms, but BitConnect was the number one, and then they just all failed. It's insane. But yeah, guys, don't don't go to land platforms, just buy and sell the coin. If you're gonna get into cryptocurrency. But yeah, also had the news, uh or the news, my list, uh Dawson <clears throat> a little uh, sad note, Dawson McAllister died. Uh, I've told you I put it on my social media, Dawson McAllister was you guys don't know. I don't actually like to bring up his I don't I don't even know he's actually on a Wikipedia page. He's an American speaker, is what they put him up here. Yes, he's on Wikipedia. Yeah, I do want to talk about this man. Uh, this man, uh, as a man through the high school, I'll talk about of, don't talk about high school a lot on the uh, podcast with David Walt. Uh, on his channel, uh, when I worked at uh, the restaurant, uh, in my and during the high school days for like what two years. Uh, it was, I think it was, it was on two different channels. Like, I can't remember back when this happened. When he, when he passed away, I was just thinking back when I was listening to him. I haven't listened to him in so many years because I think he got off the station. But I did listen to him on 97, like my central station. It was like 97.5 or 106.3, one of those stations. But uh, he's pretty much on Christian radio. He, uh, you call into his show. It's like one of those helpline. It's more of a helpline show. People will call in. Uh, they tell tell the guy, uh, the guy his pro- their problems. And he's pretty much like an online therapist. <laughs> How the best way to call it? The best way to describe it? They would tell him his problem. They would be like a chick, be like, "Oh, I'm pregnant, and the boyfriend is beating on me. He doesn't love me. I don't, I don't know what to do. Yada yada." And the guy and Dawson would uh, tell him his perspective of what uh, they should do. Pretty much like that. Much like a Doctor Phil, pretty much. But uh, it seemed like he was like a really genuine guy when I listened to him. Uh, just listen to him like many years and I checked the website out like it, it looked really it looked like uh, they were really trying to help people but uh, I like to like, read through this on uh, Wikipedia so people that don't know who he was uh, it would be a great way to know uh, his, his story let's see what they brought up on Wikipedia it's saying uh, Dawson McAllister born 1946 in New Kingston Pennsylvania died 2020 in Nashville Tennessee it says was an American speaker radio host and author he was the host of the radio program Dawson McAllister Live on Sunday nights. Yeah, it was on Sundays. Uh, from two uh, ten p.m. to two a.m. Yeah, I remember it was on late, it was late night too. Because he was in the restaurant. Uh, I would get out at ten. Uh, I know I was right there because I would get out right at ten p.m. Yeah, that's when the show would start, and then I would just go home and I listen to it for for a couple hours. 
Yeah, they're saying uh, Witch had an average audience of 500,000 listeners a week up until his death. Uh, McAllister had developed another version of his call-in show, Dallas McAllister Live, and a topic-driven uh, podcast available online. Yeah, you can listen to online as well. Let's see. Just look at that through here. Let's see. This is the top 40 broadcasting online ministries. Saying in January 2005, the top 40 version of Dawson McAllister's live signed on with its first affiliate station, KJYO, in Oklahoma City. Eventually, more than 140 stations would air the show with a weekly audience of over 1 million listeners. And saying in 2012, McAllister launched Dawson 24 7, his first of two 24 7 streaming internet radio webcasts. He returned to Christian Radio in February 2015 with his new show, The Hope Line. So the Hope Line, uh, with Dawson uh, McAllister launching or launched his in partnership with Way Media Network. It was eventually uh, syndicated on one hundred and nine stations. Uh, it says McAllister and his team made the move to a fully web-based ministry in 2017. In an effort to reach as many teenagers and young adults as possible. Yeah, it's mainly his uh, base, so that really touched me. Uh, his website, thehopeline.com, includes streaming, radio, podcasts, social media. Like, he was, yeah, he was, like, really doing it before, like, I even, like, really fathom podcasting. Like, I, like, I didn't, like, as in, I really never thought of it to, like, listen to podcasts, because, like, I didn't really get in listen to, I don't, I'm going to remember the rest of this, but... Uh, he was like one of the first ones, and like him and like I've touched him before. Like this other guy, uh, was like eighth grade. Uh, I have to bring I have to bring this man other man's back up, but uh, it was it was like a morning podcast that uh, or not what not podcast but radio show that uh, we listened like me my uh, stepsister and brother at the time and my mom when the car driving us to school. Uh, I, to, I know I can look it up. I'll look it up in a minute. But uh, he would he would he would read off his uh, morning reads and they would say good day, like it's just the way he said good day like that just stuck in my brain and I'm sure a lot of others. But anyway, I wasn't that guy in the Dawson McAllister the night like those two guys. I'm sure the other I don't think the other guy I think the only guy has passed on as well. I think he's be passed on the way long ago. Now Dawson McAllister, like I say now Dawson McAllister or Dawson McAllister now he remember the other guy like. Those two guys are like the really first of like people I've listened to as like broadcasting before Joe Rogan. So even as uh, growing up, I've listened to like guys just just talking the news and the shit pretty much and just uh, affecting people in different ways. Even affecting me in different lives have I grown up. So that's when uh, I heard when Dawson McAllister died, it really hit me. But yeah, so uh, the rest of this uh, it's saying uh, the Hope Line. Yeah, the Hope Line was really touching. It includes. It includes streaming radio, podcasts, social media, blogs, stories, video, ebooks, online chat, and inventory. Yeah, I remember I checked that site out. It had all that. Had pretty much all the made all the essential needs you needed to like get a hold of somebody. And it was all free too. All, all free. Uh, so referrals to support groups and counseling organizations and many other additional resources. Uh, the prayer zone. They were really Christian based, but I mean they still you know helped you. Just just note that. Uh, also, a port of McAllister's ministry allows people to offer prayer for struggling, or they ask you to. I mean, you don't have to say you can pray if you want to. So it's not. There's not. It was also a thing that they weren't going to force that on you. I mean, they just asked, you know. Uh, but it's saying uh, McAllister's ministry allows people to offer prayer for struggling teens and young adults 
and allows people in need of prayer to make prayer requests. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not really... That's why I liked about it, too, because as I grew up, I, like, I was, like, more backed off of church. But when I listened to this, it, it seemed more opening. That's the best way I could describe it. Saying down here, Dallas McAllister's Association. It says McAllister's nonprofit, the Dallas McAllister Association, funds the creation and distribution of the resources and media he provides to support teenagers and young adults in difficult life situations. It has been in operation for more than 40 years as a uh, 501c3 organization. What it says here. Uh, down here it says suicide prevention. One of the, one of the issues McAllister is most passionate about is suicide prevention among teenagers and young adults. In August 2016, uh, Dallas McAllister Live invented an over 1,000 potential suicides in a month, sending a record in the industry. Oh, this, <laughs> this destroyed my mic right there at the bottom. Uh, but yeah, I think that that is an accomplishment in itself. That is, you can always, uh, you can always need, need less of that in the world. The world... Like, I think it's like this way the teen, especially in that time with teenagers I think that's the most like hormonal of like people for suicide thoughts so just for just for a, a guy like that just to have it just pinpointing for those particular uh, age range of people it's, it was incredible as I could say it, it was it was just uh, we just needed more guys like that uh, now it's going to personal life it's saying in 1977 uh, Dawson McAllister married Ruth Hill. Together, they had two sons, Fulton and Eugene. Uh, his son, Fulton, has significant disabilities due to a... Yeah, I remember him talking about that. He was talking about his personal life as well. I remember that. I remember who was saying he had a son that had a disability. Uh, due to a traumatic brain injury after a serious car accident. That's right. Yep. It's been so long. Yep. yep. I remember that. I uh, see he often wrote about Fulton and shared messages of encouragement. About Fulton on his various blogs. He and his wife uh, lived on a farm outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So, you know, he died out where he lived. Uh, December 17, 2020, Dawson passed away from cardi <coughs> cardiac complications at uh, Vanderbilt Medical Center in Alexander Hospital. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I knew he died. I didn't just look how he died. I knew there was some complications. I know he died in. I thought he died in Nashville. I thought it was just died with natural causes. So it looked like cardiac, so it looked like it a heart attack. And then the education says Dawson attended Bethel College in Minnesota for undergraduate work where he graduated in 1968 and began graduate studies at Talbot Cinemary in California. He also has a uh, honorary decorate from Bola University. Biola? B I O L A University. That's the best way. That's how I want to say it. Uh, it's a thing. Areas of support for teenagers is offering emotional support and spiritual, spiritual uh, encouragement to teenagers has been central to McAllister's work throughout his career as a writer, minister, radio, and podcast host, and public speaker. He offers teenagers support in a variety of areas with the help of counseling organizations and professional counselors, including. Suicide prevention, cutting and self-harm, substance abuse and addiction, physical abuse, uh, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, human trafficking. Uh, this is pretty much all the topics they've had in the podcast as well. Uh, leaving sex 
leading sex work and the sex industry, uh, mental health, including depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts, parent relationships, unplanned pregnancies and adoption support, support for military uh, families, friendship relationships, dating, sex, marriage, faith, and the Bible. Yeah, that's pretty much all the topics they did on there. Which, let's say that's definitely a, all those categories. Definitely, it needs to be talked about and handled. And I think in his time when he was on the podcast, or I think in the podcast, well, I was thinking about radio show. Howard the Street, I mean, you had a podcast. All the, all the platforms you have there, it definitely impacted people and really, in fact, I think to me, it, it helped tremendously with all the work he did and helped, and really helped people from, from uh, them just contacting him. So, I just want to put out rest in peace, Dustin McAllister, and thoughts and prayers to your family. All right, I'll leave it at that. And uh, what I also had on my notes, I uh, have the dog show, I talked about the dog show earlier. I have the Super Nintendo World Universal Studios, guys. The Super Nintendo World is actually coming out. I remember seeing the video of that, like, what, five years ago? What, I remember, like, what, three to five years ago? And I was telling for Luishin in Japan-wise. I'm like, as I'm watching the video, like, uh, the creator of Mario, he's like, I'll show him. It looks it looks pretty tight. It looks like, yeah, it looks like Girls were studio-themed. Slash uh, Disney World. <laughs> or Disneyland, really. I mean, doesn't, I guess you can interpret it both ways. I was like, kind of looks like Toon Land in a way, but just like Nintendo style from Disneyland when I was like looking the whole video. It, it looks it looks pretty tight. And like the way you use the wristbands, I was like, oh, that's that's marketing. <laughs> the way you do, I wonder if you actually get the wristbands, you probably have to pay for those wristbands when they come out. But uh, it was pretty interesting when he said like February of next year. I'm thinking like 2022. He's like, no, nah, 2021. I'm like, oh, snap. I was like, man, I gotta get to Japan. <laughs> but I was like, really excited when he said, uh, coming to America in uh, California and Florida I'm like alright well I'm in America in California that's probably going to take and then open it up so here it is I'm going to Florida <laughs> nah, I'll probably show that one day but uh, glad glad to know I was thinking about like oh man that's going to be bad to see in Japan like now knowing it's going to be a partnership it's a partnership with you know, studios is it going to be in the United States as well yeah that just makes it even better so it would be, it's going to be fascinating to see how that comes out of construction in, uh, in American. But uh, it's great for the Mario fans like me. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I have the, well, I had the, like, oh, yeah. And then we'll talk about, the, I know so we can get back to the little Paul and the uh, fight there. But I have one more note here before we get into that and then the wrestling. And then we'll probably get off the show. Uh, Lysol is back in stores, y'all. Lysol, I could not, I couldn't believe it, guys. I walked it into Walmart like, it was like last week, like weekend before. I saw Lysol. That's <laughs> when I was like, shop, uh, yeah, it had to be Saturday because I had a whole list I was gonna do to shop. And I went in there Saturday, man. It wasn't the, I was like originally getting paper towels. That's why I saw them right in the corner. Uh, it had like the Walmart. Actually, Walmart has like their own. Uh, it's not even a Quaid version. It's like a different version, but then they have the actual Lysol as well. They have more of their own version than the Lysol, so I got like one of each to see how it is. So I'm not like the panic the guy the panickers can get get like fucking twenty. <laughs> I got one of each, guys. Okay, don't don't be stressing. I got one of each, and uh, this kind of goes. Uh, Start out with the light, uh, the Walmart one has a smell. I don't remember the smell of it. It's like in the kitchen area, so, but it's pleasant. It's pleasant. Uh, I sprayed the whole house, so I'm good with that. And got, get in the truck. And uh, I, I even when I haven't had the Lysol, I mean, I'm still pretty protected. I was like I said, I'm in the hospital 
which, uh, you know, guys, when I actually leave out of the hospital, I'm going to have a lot of stories for that. But, you know, like I said, I can't talk too much into it because the way we're uh, bonded to it and when we had signed off to talk and talk about it, we said we can't even have phones out there, you know, written off. But that's all I can say about it for my magician there. But, yeah, I've been protected. Uh, when I don't have the lights, I'll use the air sanitizer, the uh, Ozium. I've been uh, clearing the air with that. But I'm glad to have the Lysol and the uh, generic version of Walmart. <laughs> Even though I tried to smell Walmart, or uh, when I was in Arkansas, I tried to find something. They didn't have either. But glad we kind of settled down and uh, we can actually get that in stock and stores for people to actually can use it. So, alright, let's kind of move my notes here. And uh, Alright guys, now we get into it. The Logan Paul, the Paul, really the Powell brothers, like I've talked about a little bit of uh, like Jake Paul's uh, knockout with Nate Robinson in uh, the last podcast. But it uh, looks like uh, from Impulse to the Love Scene, Looks like the, which I've already been talking about, like, people have already been speculating anyway what's going to happen, but, yep, it's official. Logan Paul and Floyd Money Mayweather, baby, is going to happen. February 20th, right? February 20th. Uh, I could be lying. It's, let me see. It's one of those dates. It's either, yeah, February 20th, 2021, get you. And it's actually limited pricing right now. It looks like what they're talking about, they can actually get it cheaper. Like, if you get it right now, it's like 25 bucks. Hey, that's... I mean, it's an exhibition fight, guys. Like, that's the thing. Like, uh... I didn't even... Like, I watched... I rewatched watched uh, Floyd's uh, last exhibition match in Japan. We got that, uh... The kid in, like, the first round. Wow. Oh, that's a whole different scenario. I know that. The kid was a kickboxer. He was a professional kickboxer for... And uh, was undefeated in that. And then with Floyd, and Floyd White pretty much wiped the kid with him in the first round. Now, I tell you how this fight goes. I mean, yes, Logan is indeed heavier and bigger than him. But I mean, as we've seen in the fighting game before, the smaller guys have taken the bigger guys. It's all about skill, really, and technique, as we know, right? As we, as we, as I was, I know, I'll listen to, when I was in Logan Paul talk about it. All right, guys, sorry about that. I had to cut it out because of the uh, train here. That's a th- that's a perks, uh, perks and cousin about train, guys. Uh, yeah, the bitch, you gotta hear that bitch five times a day. <laughs> nah, it's, nah, it's okay. I'm working on a soundproof. I'm working on a soundproofing part of my house, so uh, we're getting better uh, connects with this podcast. I already just got better sound equipment, guys. So you have to bear with me if I get the uh, soundproof at the house. But I mean, with the power of editing, so you don't have to hear the, the train. So. But I mean, I'm just letting you know what's going on on my side. But yeah, as I was speaking with uh, about Logan Paul and Mayweather with the size difference, well, I mean, with the. Showing Yeah, I guess showing I mean showing the size difference with uh with Logan Paul and uh Floyd Mayweather. I'm mean, like the same experience with my UFC C experience with uh Tyron Ruby and uh the gorilla uh uh Darren Till. <clears throat> and I was like, that's a that dude is like I was like kinda of saying the matchup, I mean Darren T- uh Tyrone Willie is the the champ, right? The other guy, more experienced than uh, Darren Till. I mean, with his he was undefeated. Uh, he was right twenty five. I think he was twenty or younger than that. I mean, he's around there. He's in his you know twenties at the time, younger twenties, and uh, you know, you know, looking at his prime. And I mean, Darren Till he just like manhandling pretty much. I mean, actually knocked down Darren Till and then tapped him out with the second round. Yeah, just played him out. That's like Taiwan's game. I think that's and that's actually when they won the black belt. He actually got his black belt. That it was like a surreal, surreal experience for me though. The UFC, the UFC for Taiwan to see Taiwan really win that fight. 
But then we have a whole scenario with when you have arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time, Floyd Money Mayweather, 50 and 0, uh, also including with the uh, exhibition, actually exhibition match with uh, uh, the kid in Japan, and then uh, you know obviously a scripted match with the Big Show in WWE. So it's nothing, it's nothing new with Mayweather to take a fight like this. I mean. I mean, I'm kind of surprised to see. I would, I would like, to, I would have thought it would have been like a different UFC fighter for his next, uh, not even exhibition match. I mean, it's an exhibition match. I mean, Connor for Floyd to actually get his uh, 50th win, like that was a legitimate boxing match. But then we're gonna have, I'm guessing the way this set out, it's gonna be a boxing match between between uh, Logan and Floyd. I mean, but doesn't look like Logan's gonna cut any weights. I mean, he's, I mean, he's set off and on on his podcast. He said he. Doesn't know they're gonna make me cut weight. Now he's saying they're not gonna make me cut weight. So we don't know. So I was like, yeah, 50, 50 pounds is like a real tremendous difference. So that's gonna be interesting how the exhibition rules is gonna go. I mean, we, even with the Tyson and the uh, Roy Jones Jr. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. exhibition fight. I mean, there's apparently rules on that, right? Like people speculating wasn't supposed to be no, just in no knockouts. They're just going who could do the most points and then end in a draw. So. Who who knows how? The, I mean, until I mean, we still we still got less than two months away until how this fight is actually gonna play out. I mean, like Logan knows latest video, like showed how it came about. I mean, it looked like they knew like months in advance. That's why he hasn't done YouTube videos. Like they were preparing for this. I mean, no, <clears throat> no BS about it, man. Logan, like he is. I mean, you love or hate the guy, man. I mean, you like the hate the guy, whatever it is. Like, however the kid, the guy is, man. You gotta respect the way his business mind is. I mean, like people think he's always oh, done with it. I mean, yes, he's made mistakes, but it looks like from a guy who made that mistake in Japan to come up like this, like a, we can come more thriving and better, make more. Looks like he's made more money in a different aspect where he comes to boxing and he's still making this uh, Maverick merch. He's still doing the website, which basically is on Patreon now because now it's what they call the Maverick Club. It's a pretty smart business. And now he has the podcast and just do it. He's doing tremendously well with the podcast, it seems like. It seems like he, uh, the guy's got his uh, head in order. Now he's, like I said, he's 25, and now he's going to fight. Like I said, arguably the best fight of the world. Like, he set that, he's able to make that happen. You know, his manager, everything, they already set that up. And now, uh, you know, people respect how much money he's going to make. I mean, listen to the, he was just listening to the post of, yeah, he's going to make, you already know how much he's going to make. He's going to make $10 million. <laughs> well, I think in the public said something like a thousand or something. Or he said he would have done it for free. Yeah, he would have said he would have done it for free, but he's making ten million dollars. Like we know that, or around there. I mean, he's making about that. Like, I'm saying Floyd. I would say, yeah, Floyd probably like fifty million. I would say. I would say no less than fifty million. Say it is an exhibition match. I would say around. I would say around not less than fifty million. Probably less. That's probably what how I'm saying with the Floyd and uh, and Logan. Well, I guess I get my prediction moment because the, now Jake wants to call out McGregor because he knocked out Nate Robinson. But I would say the overall predictions for the Logan and Mayweather, like I said, now knowing how the rules and speculation is going to be, it's I'm still going to go. <laughs> if I was, a, like I said, I'm going to bet on the fight. I don't know. I try to fight a bet on the Tyson fight, but looks like you don't do it on DraftKings. I couldn't even, like I said, I'll talk before, like I couldn't even bet it at the actual casino in Arkansas. Like, I could have bet the Jake Paul. I was going to bet on the Jake Paul fight. But I will make claims here of what I bet on. For Logan, like, <clears throat> as a YouTuber, like, I'm pulled for him. I mean, I pulled for the Connor, Connor to win for the, uh, it was Connor Mayweather. But for this one, 
I would I would like to see this. <laughs> it would literally be the biggest upset in boxing history <laughs> if Logan literally gets that right shot, just the right shot to Mayweather and knocks him clean out. That, that would that would up that would blow up the internet. That would literally no one there will probably be the talks for the that would wait and that would just start up a bang for twenty twenty one. Would be uh, uh, Logan to knock out Mayweather. But way it's set up, I don't I don't think Mayweather would take a the way I, I think they're gonna do something with the uh, speculations of the how the next match is gonna be set up. I don't think Mayweather would take it where he's he would think he had no shot. <laughs> like even the betting odds of this fight, like I, said, I can actually bet on this fight on the website I like to bet on. It's like five thousand to one. Like it's not even worth betting on for Floyd to win. Like you have better odds of this. Just putting a hundred bucks for uh, for Logan to see if he can do the unthinkable. Like I say, nothing's impossible, especially with going for anything for twenty twenty. Nothing is impossible. But I, if I'm gonna betting man, I just had five grand to, just to blow. I'm betting Floyd to win this. Like I'm, I'll say it. Like I would go Logan man if, uh, but I'm gonna go money's on the table. I don't think Floyd's gonna take a fight. He, yeah, no doubt, he's gonna lose. So my man, hey. I, I pull. I would pull through Logan, man. But if I had a better, it's gonna go Floyd. And then if like that Jake and Connor fight actually happens, if that video is legit that uh, Jake pulled out, that he has fifty million dollars for Connor. I mean, yeah, like we like we've heard before. I mean, it's it, it's it's a win and lose for Connor. It's all to lose for Connor. It's and if Jake loses the fight, he lost to one of the arguably the best MMA fighters is Connor. And if Connor loses, it's like the same thing if Floyd, or if Floyd loses to Logan. Like, it's a shock to the internet to be a big thing to UFC if, like, man, the UFC fighter lost to a YouTuber, you know? Who just had a boxing... He's, like, uh, what, 2-0 in his first boxing career, right? And just knocked out a basketball player. And I wants to call out the one of the arguably biggest MMA stars. I mean, it's great entertainment. I'm enjoying it. I would love to see I'm not saying I don't want to see it. I'd love to see it. I'll see what happens, but... We haven't heard any response from Connor. I'm feeling, <clears throat> I'm feeling he's gonna make a response uh, when he actually had this UFC fight that's coming up in January. So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna follow that fight and see what happens if he actually makes a, a jab at Jake or not. But it would be entertaining if that fight happens. I'm thinking it's gonna happen the way it's already brought up. I mean, look what they already had with the Logan and Floyd, right? Like, how many people thought that fight was gonna happen, right? Nobody, right? And luck, now it's gonna happen. So. I would say who knows. Like it's definitely up there now. I could definitely see Jake and Connor. I mean, fifty million. Why Connor won? I mean, if he loses, that's like just big. It's a bigger loss for Connor than it would be for Jake. That's the only way. So I don't think Connor is scared. I just think he doesn't want to take it. But hey, who who would say no to fifty million dollars? Right? I would. I would take fifty million dollars to take <laughs> to take Jake Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think too many people would say no. So it's gonna be interesting to hear Connor's response for that. So. On that note, I'm betting on Floyd Mayweather, and if Connor takes on the fight with Jake in a boxing match, like that's to be legit box. Like that's gonna be a thing too, because their size difference is, is uh, a big factor in weight as well. So that's also to put it in fact as well. So they're probably gonna have to make Jake cut weight. So, but I'm still pulling for Connor. <laughs> and with that note, we're gonna get into the WWE TLC. So let me pull that up. All right, I'll get it here. I'm going to actually get into the wrestling topics now. I'm sure a lot of people want to get into that. Uh, what it says Wikipedia here is a TLC Tables, Last and Chairs was a professional wrestling pay-per-view WWE Network event produced 
by WWE for the Raw SmackDown brand divisions. It took place on December 20th, 2020 at the Trop uh, Tropicana uh, Field. Yeah, they're doing the bigger stand down in Florida with the uh, Superdome. Uh, I'm digging it. I mean, it looks kind of the same to me, but it is what it is. It's more uh, screens. <laughs> I'm still still wanting the crowd, but that's just my take. Uh, it was the 12th event under the TLC uh, chronology. It features WWE virtual fans viewing experience called Thunderdome, which is set. Uh, it was WWE's first pay-per-view to present the Thunderdome from Tarapacoma Field during the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, following a four-month residency at Orlando's Amway Center. Uh, then we're talking about those seven matches. We'll get into that. Do-do-do. We're not going to break down storylines. We're just going to get into the match itself and then my take on it. All right, pre-shows. As y'all know, y'all been following my podcast on the pre-shows. I don't watch the pre-shows. <laughs> uh, but I read about it. It's saying uh, Big E, uh, Daniel Bryan, Chad Gable, and Otis defeated King Corman, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Shishka Nakamura in an eight-man tag match. Match with four eight minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, I mean, like I said, I didn't watch the match, but I uh, enjoy all those guys, actually. So, interesting to see uh, a mix of guys like Big E, Danny Bryan, and Chad, uh, my laptop going off, Jack Gable and Otis and, uh, as a pair. I mean, that's also all baby faces and the heels go together. It's just a classic tag team, or a form of eight-man tag team match. It's just a classic tag team match, you want to call it. I mean, heel versus baby face. I mean, when you call it the baby face one, it's a good way to kick off the show. Uh, then we have the second match. Uh, I don't think this is a crowd. I don't think this is the same order as the show. I don't think, yeah, because I can't remember. But it's showing Drew McIntyre, which is the champion. He defeated AJ Styles uh, with Omus, which is his bodyguard, uh, which I've just heard that. I haven't even, just, even watching the storyline, to be honest. <laughs> like I was saying, I've just been listening to the other podcast, the Ryback's podcast on him, uh, about the storylines. Uh, but it was a triple threat because uh, the Miz. I'm looking to it. It's a triple threat match for the. It was a TLC match. TLC match for the WWE Championship match. Uh, match went for 27 minutes, five seconds. Uh, like I said, starting with Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles, uh, I enjoyed it. You know, fast pace. You know, classic going crazy up in the liar. Uh, and then the Miz comes out with the cash in. Like uh, I haven't. Wa- I'm, I know this podcast comes out. Uh, Wednesday now, but like I have not watched Raw, so I don't know what happened after that. I have not learned any wrestling news, so I'm just basing off Sunday. So don't know if like Miz actually kept on the briefcase or not. So I don't know. He sounds like with his Harry Couch, I'm pretty sure he would probably change try to change his mind back out of that. But from my perspective, it looks like he cashed it in and failed on it, and Drew McIntyre retained on it. <laughs> it just it just they gotta change the way they do the titles, man. Especially on the uh, not this one, but it was the. Uh, uh, the Roman Reigns one. That's the, we'll get into that one. But Drew McIntyre looked like the way they reached for the belt. It was more uh, believable. I wouldn't say but that's the more I would see. Uh, I would say more. I would just say better than the other. TL- I would say this is more better uh, TLC match than I liked than the other one. But we'll get to this. Uh, Drew McIntyre. It's interesting to see how long he's going to hang on to it because that was a weird period where what Reigns just won that. Uh, I forgot what pay per view he was, but he won on that pre- previous pay per view, and then Drew just got it back on that random Monday. I mean, it's kind of weird to go back and forth with that with Randy and Drew, but hey, that's what they wanted to do for those four months. <laughs> so it's interesting to see how long they're gonna keep Drew for the time. I'm, I mean, the way it's going, I mean, it's already going to come up January, right? They're, gonna, they're already getting ready for the Royal Rumble. I mean, this is gonna be interesting itself. Royal Rumble with no fans. I was like, I was like a month ago. I'm like, man, they're gonna. I mean, it was like what? 
three months ago they thought, oh, we'll go by Royal Rumble time, <laughs> we'll have fans. And now they're like, oh, WrestleMania time, we'll have fans. Like, who, who knows, man? I mean, we'll get into, uh, like I said, a Google News topic before we end the show about what's going on with Visor and uh, Madeira. Like I said, the hospital guys, I'm not taking the Visor right now. I was saying, for me, I'm going to wait for it. It's not mandatory for us at the hospitals. I'm saying point point for that guy, so you know that. And there's also those videos going with the guy, the guy in El Paso with a fake uh, syringe in there. I mean, that's, that's a conspiracy itself, but I'm just saying, you know, for us, hospital in Texas, it's uh, not mandatory for us yet. So just let you know for that aspect. I like the flu shot. Flu shots for us in the hospitals, it's mandatory, but for this vaccine, it's showing for Pfizer, it is not mandatory. So, like I say, I am around patients, but. Uh, the clinic side, that's all I can point out, but I, ha- I wear my mask on the M95 mask, so I'm protected, but I would say for me, I mean, it just depends who you talk to, for my opinion, I would say visor, how it is, it's, that's to me, I'm just gonna wait, I'm just gonna wait until the trial periods for other people, uh, so like, but, um, as for us, I'm just gonna, you know, it's not mandatory, but yeah, as I uh, but yeah, I was saying for the wrestling standpoint, like pushing back and back the events, <laughs> it's crazy. But I mean, it's it's best for the safe people for sure. But I'm saying for the vaccine, uh, you know, it's up in the air too, right? Let's say I'd love to hear other people's opinions about it. But yeah, uh, let's get back into the wrestling. It's uh, the next match we have the Hurt. I'm <clears throat> oh, sorry, excuse me, should we say Sasha Banks champion? Uh, she defeated Carmella with uh, Reginald Thomas by submission. He was there ringside. Uh, it was a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Match went for 12 minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, I like the I like the uh, build for I mean the, the little. That's why I like to like uh, when you know I don't watch like the Raw SmackDowns, but like I just watch like the little clips. They build up to the, they build up to the the the, the match anyway before the match starts. Like I, I enjoyed watching the build up for that and the little uh, highlights clips they had. Like it really made Carmella more of a contender, like up there with Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, Charlotte. Like basically the four, uh, Becky the four horse, like she, they made her feel like she's up there, and like be like you really pages in this championship defense match, but Sasha still won, so it makes sense. Uh, it's just a classic match. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of eh, but I mean, it really made Carmella a more contender, so I enjoyed it overall. Uh, but now we get into the fourth match, the hurt business. The hurt business, man, they'd have been then like I would say the stone, like. I would say, I don't, it's like the best abbreviation, or not abbreviation, but uh, what, I don't know, metaphor for like the company. Like they've been like the, I would say like, I would say like the bridge for the company. Like they've been, I mean, I, want to, I don't know if it's caring, but I mean, they've been a big part of this pandemic series of like for wrestling. Like this has been like tearing shit up, man. I'm enjoying everything they do with the hard business. We have here with Cedric Alexander and Sultan Benjamin. With MVP, it's been like their manager man the whole time. Like I've been digging MVP's role for like he's a competing manager role, so I'm digging what they're doing with him. I'm glad he's uh, enjoying the comp- back in the company. Uh, they defeated in the New Day, Coleman Kingston, Xavier Woods of the Champions Tag Team Match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship. So and now the Hard Business the Champions, man, they got all the gold, baby. Match went for a solid ten minutes. Yeah, I enjoy these guys. Enjoy the hell out of this match. This was uh, one of the best. I mean, I say I didn't watch the pre-show. I was like, but I, this is pretty much a great tag team match. Definitely want to continue on how the Hermes is going to thrive for this, man. Definitely see where we're going to go from here. 
Uh, then we had Oscar and Charlotte Flair. So it's like Tony Schiavone. She's back in the back in the thing now. That was like a thing too because uh, that was the thing I was listening to the Ryback show uh, about Lana Rhodes. Apparently she got legit injured and uh, she was not going to be coming this match. And apparently it was going to have a special uh, surprise, you know, or not a surprise, but a, a switch in the card of who's going to replace Lana for the match. Apparently Charlotte Flair, you know, Charlotte Break is back. And they defeated Nijax and Shea Blazer for the tag team match as well. So that was actually uh, pretty cool to see. So it was a good like back and forth for like a good tag team match. Just like good to see for the hard business and the due day. And then we had Oscar and Charlotte Flair help match with Nijax and Shea Blazer. Man, pull a hell of a match. And then we had the Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defeated Kevin Owens in the TLC Universal Championship match with much more. Match more. The match went for twenty four minutes and forty five seconds. Like I said, this was like a back and forth. Like, eh. I'm not just saying. I, I I enjoyed more of the Drew match than this one. Like, uh, like I said, this is I pretty much knew like Reigns was gonna retain this. Like, it's just pretty much like a like a pay per view like this was like doesn't make sense for Roman to lose right there. Like, we're still waiting for like the Reigns and Goldberg, right? I'm thinking they're probably putting that from like Royal Rumble or WrestleMania or something. It's like that's more. uh Anticipation uh, of like how his brain is gonna actually go for it, or you know, but uh, the way this Kevin Owens kept reaching for the belt, it seemed like he couldn't just know how to unfasten the belt. That's just that's just how I could look at me, and then the way he just rummages, grabs out, and just like unfastens it like it's nothing. I'm like, that just like took me out of it a bit, you know what I'm saying? So I couldn't I couldn't get into that match. I'm just I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go more. I just know Rummery's gonna prevail. So yeah, just running really into the match. Uh, but this one, the, the main event, definitely put me on where we had a murder on the scene. <laughs> like in uh, Randy Orton defeated The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, in a Firefly Inferno match. Like a legit Inferno match. Match went for a solid 12 minutes. Can be entertaining. Match, even though it went for a championship, I was thinking it like, mm, probably wouldn't have been last on the card until like the very end. I'm like, okay, now I see why. Because it's, it's only very few. In, in like a pay-per-view minute. Usually on pay-per-view minutes, they do... It's not all the time. Majority of it do championships. I mean, obviously WrestleMania is, uh, it was usually pay per view or uh, championships at the end of WrestleMania, but I mean we had like Undertaker, Roman Reigns, like not a championship. So, it it goes it goes off and on, but as for this, I'm like okay, I could see it. I mean, legit Inferno match. I'm like, well, it's been like so many years. I actually called Inferno match. What was like the last one was like uh, Bray Wyatt without the Fiend gimmick, and it was Kane and just a. Uh, well, I don't even remember. They didn't even, they didn't even call it a furrow match. They just called like circle fires and shit like that. <laughs> but like actually, even furrow match. I'm like, okay, this is peak dangerous. I'm like, uh, and I also thought on there too. I'm like, this would have been like so much better with a crowd. Like, like to see that in person, man. That would probably tr- be trippy as hell, man. That would, as much flames they had around it, like that would have been insane to see live. But I guess it would have been probably. I guess it would have been hard to see that on the uh, webcam. I guess for the fans too. But yeah, way better live, I bet. But then just at the end, like as a like I was saying back earlier, like in old five as a kid, and I saw, you know, how Randy Orton pulled it off. Like, it was a great match overall, by the way. Like I'm doing really cool with the build up, and I mean we've already seen the Randy Orton very wide story build, but eh, I mean just at the end, I'm like, oh shit! Like <laughs> Randy Orton prevailed and like set his ass on fire. I'm like, I was gonna do some switchy editing, but I mean, as a kid, like saying, like, watch if I got all five, I'd be like, oh my god, it murders that. <laughs> like, that would have blew my mind, man. But I was like, oh wow, that's actually some good, some good shit. I actually like that. I tried to make some headlines, I bet. I was like, wow, they actually went to murdering a guy, burning a guy <laughs> on TV for PG 13. I'm like, 
All right, I bet that guy got a lot of people's attention for sure. He's burned a dude. So, I, like I said, I don't know what happened on Monday. But uh, overall, the pay-per-view, I'd give it a thumbs up. Uh, like I was saying, the tag team matches, I didn't know the pre-show. I'm saying the other pre-show tag team matches were great. Uh, Roman Reigns match was par par. And uh, the Drew, the TLC was on good as par as well. And the Ring Order just like, Bernie Man just like set it off. So, uh, I'll have to give this a 4 out of 5. It's great, great pay-per-view. All right, and we're going to end it off the show with this article here on the Google News. Like I was saying, on the Google News, if you're a long-time listener of the Topics on the Pod, you know I Google Google News, and I go to the For Me section and talk on the pod cast about uh, the news that's local for me. Recommended for me. Uh, usually it's on my PlayStation and Grand Theft Auto, but uh, I think we need to get off with like uh, what's going on with uh, the current President Trump. Because I actually heard this on... Uh, it was just on a random YouTube video, but it was on Trump, and it was actually talking about the uh, stimulus check they're actually getting, guys. I know that's, you know, listeners to me now. No, they're pretty much. I'm pretty much all listening to me, and like y'all are in my age group or older, obviously. I mean, I'll say obviously. Pretty much people. I would say, because like I don't know the average of my age group, but I'm I'm just guessing, throwing out there, y'all are like old enough to like able to get a stimulus check, right? And y'all want to get this six hundred dollars stimulus check. And Trump actually wants to uh, think it's really, and he thinks the coronavirus bill is a disgrace and it's over 5,000 pages. That was basically all what he said in the video. And he should think he should get 2,000, instead of a 6,000 or $600 stimulus check, you should get a $2,000 stimulus check. And if you're a couple, see, I had me and a wife, we would get $4,000. So I was like, oh, that actually makes sense because even when we got back, what it was, June. Uh, when we got that twelve hundred dollar check, I was like, "Man, I'm thinking more like two thousand. Like, actually, think it's more." And I'm not even thinking like greedy. I'm like two thousand. Like all the bills. I'm like, yeah, two thousand actually makes sense. And then when he drummed, I was like, yeah, I that. Like I'm just saying, like you know, I was talking about my politics relief. I'm like, I'm talking about blue, right? Just red or blue doesn't matter to me. Like I was saying, whoever does the job, only makes sense to my own opinions of what's our current American life is, and how current my bills are. And like two thousand, like yeah, that would pretty much cover off for the month. So. We're gonna put two thousand. Actually, makes sense for how our current uh, bills are. So this is from the Washington Post. I'm gonna get off here and let's see. That video here. It's actually twenty six seconds. Let's let's pull it back. So you probably talking about what I just said. Let's see. There's only a twenty. There's like a four minute video that said, but this is a twenty six second clip. Let's see what it points out. But it's saying it says Trump calls on Congress to amend the coronavirus economic or economic relief bill. To amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low six hundred dollars to two thousand dollars or four thousand dollars for a couple. I'm also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation and to send me a suitable bill or else the next administration will have to deliver a COVID relief package. Yeah, that's about the, the amount of clip. Yeah, it's just about the, uh, the, uh, the amount of the stimulus check. Now, I don't know about everything in the uh, coronavirus uh, relief bill. Like I said, I'm not knowledgeable with that, but uh, $2,000 stimulus check sounds a hell of a lot better than $600. Just, just saying to me, guys. That's, I don't know about y'all, but a lot more cheddar. A little more Trump bucks sounds a lot more better to me. <laughs> But let's see what this uh, the Washington Post put out. Because uh, they put out today at 5.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Yep, like nine minutes ago. All right. Fresh out the presses, guys. I'm telling you right here, they're really up today, but this is fresh to me. 
uh, saying President Trump uh, derated the recently passed coronavirus relief bill as a disgrace on Tuesday night, calling on Congress to increase stimulus payments from $600 to $2,000 and to get rid of wasteful and unnecessary... <laughs> I was like, this is also the first time I'm hearing myself, guys, as we're doing the podcast. So, y'all also uh, bear with me how I'm, like, adjusting to, like, hearing myself in the podcast. Uh, but it says, the, the move stunned Congress, which has been deadlocked for months over the long-awaited stimulus package to address people increasingly, increasingly, uh, despite situations in the mid, midst of a pandemic-filled economic downturn. I'm just saying, here are some significant developments. It says the Trump administration, if, uh, I'm just reading off in this thing, I'm going to that. Uh, saying that the Trump administration and Pfizer are close to a deal for the pharmaceutical giant to provide tens of millions of additional coronavirus vaccine doses through the spring and summer. Uh, according to people familiar with the negotiations, uh, India, Wisconsin, Mississippi, and West Virginia reported their highest daily death tolls yet on Tuesday. Uh, according to data tracked by the Washington Post, more than 321,000 fatalities have been reported nationwide since February. Uh, it says France agreed Tuesday to reopen its borders to travel travelers from Britain who test negative for the coronavirus, but it may take days to clear up the backlog of truck traffic. Uh, so that's kind of if you do that. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention acknowledged on Tuesday that the new Variant of the coronavirus that was identified in Britain may already be circulating in the United States. And finally, nearly 18.2 million coronavirus infections have been reported in the United States since February. Close to 78 million cases have been reported nationwide. So, it looks like they want to sum it up for that in the Washington Post. I know that's kind of scary, but like I say, I've already decided how I want to take, take the vaccine, guys, or you take it as y'all will. And without no guys, we will check y'all out all next time on Talks on the Pod. Like I said for the Xbox give Xbox Series X giveaway, guys. You gotta check out the description. You can check out the description down below. So you can click on the you can take you right to the video or you go to my YouTube channel and it will you just you go to that click and watch that video and all the details so you can you gotta like the it's like that's a big time that's a big thing, guys. On the video because people will see it that you're liking and commenting, but so guys, you gotta like the video. You gotta comment on the video too, guys. I'm seeing more likes and comments on the video. Everybody, people are not even doing. You gotta do that right, guys. You do the giveaway. So you gotta like the video. You gotta comment the video, and then you gotta subscribe. Subscribe videos to the channel gets two hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, and you get two thousand likes, and that's how it goes. So it'll either be giveaway for the Xbox Series X or be an unboxing, guys, from January first. And guys, check out Top Astrax. You're saying check out. Description down below. You click on link, goes right there to the website, or you just go to the website yourself and you use my promo code STASH, S T A S H, to save 15% off your order, guys. Alright, guys, you also check out all my social links down in the description down below as well. If you give me a follow on them as well, check it out out there on my social medias. Alright, guys, we're gonna sign out. Check my out, play my outro. Peace. Down the years, it's been alright. And now I'm sorry I'm all it's not in tonight And on and on as we go we seem to fight But baby that's just the way we love And only in the dark do we see our sunlight Home is where we were Home is where we want to be And yes we don't have time to say goodbye And this ain't the last time
Now this time before we go Raise your hands, raise your toes Time is something special Just like love before it starts to snow It's crazy how the years have gone Memories are the drug we're on But darling, just remember That there's never a goodbye There's There's never a goodbye Calling back to a different time Maybe I need to hear your voice To make me smile No, 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 it's not said and done Baby, you can fly with me And we'd be worried And it's only time before we miss the fire You and I reach the tide higher Whoa, our hands up in the sky Just seeing our years pass by Ten years Write the storm, show me where you've gone when you come.